0: if you had to sum up what the Kiriko lifestyle is. In I think it's all based
1: words. on slow slow life. How do you say it? Slow
0: life? That sounds good.
1: Slow yeah. Life. yeah, slow mm-hmm. life. Yeah. We sell these coffee makers that are collaborated oh, with yeah. yeah local...
0: Or not drip, uh, Yeah,
1: local... Pour over? Yeah, pour over. Yeah. Like, uh, local artist who makes these things. And then, you know, it's more like uh, instead of just in the morning, have a uh, coffee at the Starbucks, hey, take your time make your coffee, boil the water, and use that old one and smells good. And we're kind of pushing that, hey, kind of slow down a little bit. We're going really fast, fast fashion, fast this. Mm-hmm. Things are just like worn so quickly, hey. So it's more like a slow, uh, slower lifestyle.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to the Tofugu Podcast. My name is Michael.
0: Hi, I'm Koichi.
2: And today we talked to someone really cool.
0: Yeah, we, we actually left our office for the very first time to do a podcast. Not here. Mm-hmm. We went, went on the road. That's right. And by, well, we're recording this intro here, but <laughs> we recorded the interview somewhere else. We went to Kiriko Made, or Kiriko. Which is uh I don't know how it's Japanese lifestyle slash fashion company.
2: Yeah, yeah. So they they sell clothes, but they also sell pottery. They sell things for your house. So it's a, a very unique lifestyle brand. Yeah,
0: I would say like sixty six seventy percent of it is clothes, though. That's yeah, how I yeah. knew them first, mm-hmm. um, and then they started doing other things as well. They're trying to make a, like a Kiriko lifestyle. Yeah, which I am. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm not ashamed to say, but I I definitely subscribed to it a little bit. I yeah. like it a lot. I, it I've liked this really place cool. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really fun to go there and then interview the founder.
2: Yeah. And uh yeah, the clothes are really uh they they look nice for one, but mm-hmm. they're also all from uh old garments. Some of mm-hmm. them up to 100 years old.
0: Yeah, old Japanese garments. Japanese usually. garments, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're not taking uh, scraps of Uniqlo and and making them yeah. into new clothes. They're they're taking Older clothes, they're fixing it up. They're making it look nice. They're turning it into clothing you can wear. Yeah. Uh, and their their goal is to to make clothes that you can you know wear your whole life. Mm-hmm. So
2: high and quality they're, stuff. They're keeping uh, places alive, like old uh, factories where people still make things by hand. So that's pretty cool too. In, in, Japan. in, Japan. in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Again, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you well, for qualifying for me. Uh, no worries. So
0: uh, shall we hop into these? these pants that we call our podcast. Let's hop. Oh, no, we jumped in the same pair of pants. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's
2: awkward. Now the movie starts.
0: <laughs> we're here at Kiriko. We're in their actual shop. So it's the first time we've been out of the Tofugu office, I think, to do a podcast. This is the first time. Yeah. It's pretty I exciting. No idea. <laughs> I should have not asked. I'm
2: sorry. I could have come. No, no, no. <laughs> no. This is great. This
0: is way better than being in our office. Yeah, awesome. we're going awesome. to have every
2: podcast outside of our office nice. now Yeah, there's like people this talking
0: is, in our office there's people opening the door to go to use the bathroom and our door it just mm-hmm. squeaks every time <laughs> they open it <laughs> oh also we have a train we're right by cargo
1: yes i know exactly where it is and they yes.
0: they are also by a big train and yes. it's mm-hmm. like freight trains going by and just like every 30 minutes or so it's the like perfect oh, place train for a train stop and we have to write mm-hmm. down what we said last mm-hmm. and then like try to remember and then Anyway behind the curtain, <laughs> we're not here to talk about our office. Yeah, this uh, is,
2: this is much more beautiful than our office. Uh, we're the in light Kiriko. coming through. It's a perfect time. Yeah, yeah it's very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, we're at Kiriko, and and no one knows what that is,
0: but we keep saying it. Would you mind uh, introducing yourself? So Kiriko
1: yourself is a brand that we make various products using Japanese vintage fabrics as well as uh, current fabrics. But our style is very unique. We try to match a lot of Japanese textiles with american styles so we make a lot of backpacks uh dop kits we make a lot of scarves we make shirts uh, denims so it's not like a regular japanese stores in the u.s it's it's very fusion style
0: mm-hmm. i remember your scarves from quite a few years ago maybe five six seven years ago i, I think that's it's what you started four years with. ago i think okay, you came to long.
1: our first um uh events that we did at Poren Bazaar, which was in yeah. December of 2013 yeah, that sounds right. or f- 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I started seeing your scarves more and more. And I have one of those scarves. I love it. Awesome. Um, and I also came here and made a scarf once. That was yes. cool.
1: We also do uh, <laughs> not just only selling our products. We also do a lot of like events here at the store. One of them is called the Boro Workshop, which people bring in their products or we provide blank scarves and they can patch their favorite scarves or their denims or shirts to make it more unique, and we help them to uh, sew it. Teach them how to hand sew those things too.
0: Are you the founder or co-founder? I am the founder. Founder. Yeah. Now, what What made you decide to start? I have another doing this. store
1: which has nothing oh, really? to do with uh, this type of business. I have a more like a street fashion. It's all very fast fashion. Every season we get all new items. We sell products within three months. And after three months, there's another product coming in. So it's always pushing and pushing. And everything is like products' value goes down really quick. It was much slower pace. But as it goes on, uh, fashion scene is very fast. That's why people call it fast fashion. Like now, every month, new items comes out. That means a month ago came in. uh, The product that came in a month ago, the value like twenty percent because new items comes in every three months. It values that their value goes down fifty percent. Everything goes to, you know, at the cost. Mm. So we didn't really like that um, um, business um, style. So we wanted to start something that is timeless. That's something that you can keep it for a long time. As a matter of fact, all of our products. We hope at least um, that. It ages better as it goes on. It's like a denim. You buy brand new denim, but five years later, you like that denim better because how it worn and it fades. So that's our mission. We were just in the middle of, we use a lot of products, uh, fabrics that are 50 to 100 years old. And we're hoping that products um, that we used um, 50 to 100 years old fabric to last another 50 to 100 years we're just right in the middle
0: i feel like people in general are also kind of going through that phase where they're realizing everything is kind of cheap and like falls apart quickly or it's designed to fall apart quickly even like i know i've had shoes that just like once hit six months hits it's like all of a sudden everything comes apart mm-hmm. and i read more about it about how like things are actually designed to chafe in a certain way so that things do fall apart at the right time so you have to buy another and like after reading about that and understanding that, like I started switching to like have everything out on my table. I'm like, okay, this month I'm gonna replace this with something that'll last my whole life. And so like I'm slowly trying to go through everything. And that's I think that's that's what really connected with me at Kiriko when I came the first time. I was like, wow, these these are really high quality products. And even though like it's older fabric, like it feels better than anything I could buy. It. I totally agree. Like that. Yeah. And
1: then you know, of course, our product is not perfect, so things fall apart. But we really provide as much as help to mend it, repair it, and also some of the products that we sell, like denims, if it gets a hole, once you mend it or once you fix it, it looks even better. So yeah. we like that concept. And as you mentioned about how things are fall apart, it is really true. A lot of T-shirts and stuff that were sold, fast fashion brands, are meant to last five or six times you wear it, and then it just gets really really worn so you have to Mm -hmm. keep buying new items but at the same time it's our customers also want to buy something new every three months it used to be every two months now and every month they wanted to get a new design of the t-shirts it's not the matter of the products itself's uh, quality but they just like their designs and then they want to wear different design every month shoes the same things They want to wear different style of shoes every day, and then (laughs) so that they have to buy more more shoes. So you have to be more considered about what you're buying
2: and what impact that you're making to society. I think. So it sounds like there's like a little bit of like wabi sabi in (laughs) the the things that you make. You know, there's (laughs) you know you talked about like if there's a, a tear, you're not throwing things away; you're patching them up and you know, making them new again. Yeah,
1: and then again, you know, I'm not a um, 100% perfect side. As I mentioned, I have another store, which is straight fashion, which means their trends is going fast. We sell exclusive Nike sneakers that are coming out every month, new cooperation with DJs and this. So I'm not, like, 100% this good side, but I'm not 100% evil side. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of balancing out <laughs> yeah. what we can do, so... <laughs> Yeah. That's
2: awesome. So so, how did how did you you start out? Like um like what kind of gave you the spark for, for this? I idea? think
1: S- spark was as I mentioned, uh, everything fast fashion. As I mentioned, it's mm-hmm. the circulation of the products where it's getting faster and faster, and, and everyone was tired. People who are selling like us at the retail level was like, why do we have to? P- do I have <laughs> to push this shoe color? It's mm-hmm. just different color to this kid's yeah. again. <laughs> he just spent like hundred fifty dollars a couple of weeks ago. Do I have to do that? We were always, like, really tired. And then we also talked to the brand, and, and branded. it was um, people who are making more. It's like, we don't want to make more. Mm. You know, we can't design more. But <laughs> right. because of their, their, you know, new products they have to make, competing with other brands, they have to make more. So everyone hates that circulation, but everyone has to do it. So, you know, we were just all tired, and, and, and but still, we had to make a living and, yeah. and go on. And this was like, you know, uh, opposite side of that. It's, it's completely out of that, you know, trend circulation. And we didn't know if it's going to work or not, especially Japanese fabric was like so unique and, and different. We had no idea if it's going to work or not. But we were lucky. We, when we started it, this craft movement um, in Portland, leather, wood, and it, there was uh, that type of things was going on. And especially, uh, I think, people in Portland really care uh, about the quality of the
2: product and not the trend of the product. So we were just really lucky. Mm-hmm. And it, do you like that balance of, like, of staying in fast fashion and in, in like the so.
1: I think so. I think it's, it's working out really well. We can't just fully remove uh, from their, how the society is going mm-hmm. and then just trying to be completely different. We're still in that business, mm-hmm. and then you know, even uh, we say I love products that we make, but at the same time, I still wear some of the products that are really mass-produced and everything. So I'm I'm definitely in that field, but kind of seeing very objective point of view through the uh, brand this this brand Kiriko.
0: I feel like your, Kiriko is going going where the ball's being thrown is what it feels like to me like, i wish i wish yeah, I, um, I think
1: and then a lot of people like you are very supportive yeah. i wouldn't say this is a mainstream it's still a niched market but we can make a living we can mm-hmm. still run the business through this way is we're very fortunate about it
0: yeah, i imagine there's more more profit margin and like more repeat custom i don't know about repeat customers but like just people who are or like you said, really supportive of it on like a more personal level than yes. than just like oh, I want new things like that. Just that, that race to to do new things all the time. It like I, for me it's tiring. So I, I imagine for the, the creator and the sellers of it, it must be even more tiring.
1: Yes, profit margin is definitely big as a if you see it as a uh, cost of goods and a sales product, a uh, sale price. Mm-hmm. But it's very labor intensive. Yeah. So if you are talking about net profit or pure profit is very, very thin.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that for Kiriko? For Kiriko. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, you know, uh, it's the same thing with like, uh, I have, as I mentioned, I have another retail space. Uh, their profit margin is not that big because it's select items. Mm-hmm. We s- it's 50%. And, uh, and we mark up another, you know, 100%. $50 item will be $100. But uh, our labor is much thinner because the product s- yeah. itself sells. But uh, Kiriko products, we take uh, beautiful photos.
0: We uh, yeah. hand touch it, hand sewn it. So yeah, everyone should check out their Instagram. It's very nice. Yes, Kiriko made. Kiriko made. We'll write it in the description. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very nice. You can see it. I imagine at Kiriko, you can, you can make something though, and even if it's just on the shelf for like f- three years. You don't have to reduce the price of it because exactly. it's not ever going to go out of fashion. Exactly. That's we really nice. barely
1: uh, does any sales, especially one of a kind or we hand patch products. We are calling it hitotsu, which means mm-hmm. only one in Japanese. Our uh, hitotsu line uh, will never go down the price. And mm-hmm. then as a matter of fact, some of them, we feel like the value goes up. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: that that would be a good business model. Like, if you yeah, don't buy it now, we're gonna increase the price next <laughs> month. Yeah, it is. In the next month, I've never done any. We but try um, that at one economy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've never done any
1: businesses that, that product's value mm-hmm. goes
0: up. Yeah, which uh-huh. is very unusual. it's Like whiskey. Or maybe you're right, yeah. right
2: whiskey yes totally yeah. what, what yes. in here is is going up so i know what to look at before i leave well we have quite a
1: few uh jackets over there some other uh vintage uh candle jacket and uh, fireman jackets yeah and happy jackets these price were a little bit cheaper before mm-hmm. but now we're pricing up because it's getting harder to find
0: okay
2: yeah Koichi, so can i borrow some money <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. I wasn't I, I like the I like the <laughs> Kendo of jackets. So those, those didn't you the, buy <laughs> some? No, no, I did. I yeah. well, I do Kendo. Yes. So I, oh so you I, have I, it already. Yeah. I remember you mentioned about that. That's so funny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I have like a couple of like old Kendo that yeah. like I got from people who quit and things like that and those are cool. And I won't sell them to you. <laughs> I know you're about to ask. They're very nice, though. <laughs> <It> <laughs> They're is. very worn and all the good Interesting places. Interesting part is <laughs> like a,
1: we have a brand new um, a Kendall jacket. It's oh, yeah? dark navy, mm-hmm. and they don't do as well as more worn yeah, one yeah. with faded. It's the same thing with like a denim it jackets. Takes, it
0: takes many years of hard work yes, to wear them. Yes, to so, wear them down.
1: <laughs> so when we update the website with all these uh, different pad- different uh, variation of fades uh nicer faded one sells faster and it prices higher than mm, the newer so one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whereas like in the kendo world, like the older ones are like, ah, uh, look at this old one. Yeah, I'll yeah. just give it to you, I guess. So you just have to start doing kendo, get in with all those people. Right. And so then you get like 10, 20-year-old kendogi that, that are like... We can exchange
2: it with brand new they one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they will like it and we will like yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, There you go. Everybody you go. wins. Yes, everyone wins. <laughs> so so what, are, what do you sell the most of? I know you mentioned some jackets. A lot, but of,
1: you know, you know, a lot of people ask about that too, uh, what sells the most. But interestingly, evenly sell really well. Mm. There's no one item that is selling. So our uh, mission or our motto is we're not a parallel brand we're not accessory brand or we're not like made in Japan brand. We're more like lifestyle brand. So we never push our apparel all the time or we never push our accessories all the time. So overall, everything is selling really well. It's not one item. Mm. I think evenly sold. I think our scarf does really well well in winter. Uh, Springs and stuff, we sell a lot of our shirts and, and dresses does really well. But overall, we sell a lot of vintage kimonos. We sell a lot of vintage potteries. Over, uh, evenly sell, really. Um, and we also have a lot of curated, not the product that we made, curated, mm. made in Japan product. Mm. They're also selling really fast, too.
2: So can, can you give us kind of a rundown of, of just some of the items that you sell, just so our listeners can can get an idea? Of like? Yes. We have dress shirts that were
1: made in Japan fabric with... Uh, very famous Japanese patterns that we use. These are uh, these are doing really well. We have made in USA denim with our fabrics on the bottom. So when you um,
0: oh yeah, I like those. fold
1: it, you can see a little bit of our fabric.
0: Next time I come for a workshop, that's exactly what I plan to do. Yes. Just a little bit on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So or that's going really yeah. well.
1: So our key is not pushing too much of Japan. Mm. <laughs> so we didn't want to make some. Denim was like a Japanese kimono or anything. So just a little <laughs> touch. And we just made it um, in Seattle. Uh, there's a company who makes the hats. So we made our custom baseball hats. I think it's I have doing. one of those. I think you do. And yep. with Japanese sashiko <laughs> fabric, which is like kind of hand-stitched fabric. Um, we collaborated with their... Um, we do a lot of collaboration with local brand. And we did this... Uh, Um, backpacks are done by this company called red cloud those are cool collective and we provided our fabric and they hand custom made it for us Um, we also have a lot of um, tenugui and uh, furoshiki which is just a simple fabric japanese fabric these does really really well and our ties and bow ties are also a big
0: hit the bow ties are real cool mm-hmm. yeah i know this is this is awful podcasting because you can't see this but but you guys go to the website really you guys can all be yes. jealous <laughs> so, website kirikomade.com yes mm-hmm. yeah you can just go there you can find all these things mm-hmm. and the pictures are really really well done so i
1: can go on and on but we just have a lot of uh, type of products so yeah.
0: where do yeah. you where do you get the fabrics or how do you get the fabrics uh, uh vintage
1: fabrics are uh we have three dealers in japan one in kyoto one in tokyo Oh uh, no two in tokyo and is it so like it
0: a used car dealer where you it's go similar concept like, yeah
1: they <laughs> really they're yeah. they're more like a uh, small store and dealers a vintage dealer in kyoto is just dealing with the vintage products cool. and every time they find some of their uh unique borrow fabrics and stuff they send photos and if you like them we usually buy bulk.
0: Do they just ship it over in like a big? Yep. Yeah.
1: Box. And yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Do you Do you ever go to Japan and? I do check yeah. out things. And About three to
1: four times a year, and and, oh, that's and pretty good. it's not trying to find it. It's more like a just say hi to these p- dealers and yeah. make sure, like, you know, we have a good connection. And, and, Relationships and are yeah. important. It's not just, like, I go there um, three or four times and find everything. It's it's just having a good connections with yeah. them. And yeah. they keep
0: you in their mind. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's pictures.
1: It's much easier nowadays to find things and, and, and have a good connections. And they find something every week and then take a quick photos and, and send it to us. We put on a whole... You know uh, we, we buy them, and they they usually keep them for a couple of weeks until get um, or a month to keep it to your bulk so that w- they can ship it, not small boxes yeah, five <laughs> times, but one time it was a big bo- big box yeah.
0: so you you're getting these fabrics and you're making you're making new things you're also modifying things that already exist exactly so does that mean you have a, a team of people who are Yes. Working on? Yes, we
1: have. uh, um, We started as a digital brand, which means we didn't have a retail space. Mm -hmm. So, most of the people who work here are specialized in digital. Most of them are all graduated um, graphic design, design degree. And so, they're really good at taking photos, uh, processing photos on Photoshop and everything. So, and updating Instagrams, Google AdWords, all these things. So we started as a, a digital brand. And then uh, after two years, we opened this analog regular stores. But still, we're a very digital brand, having analog store. And then we have other people who just does sewing and patching and making something um, by hand.
0: Nice. And how many people do you have working on? I think it's
1: okay. around 8 to 10 people. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's,
0: That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. How do you find people who specialize in... Or who are able to learn.
1: You know, it's really interesting. Uh, We just hired a couple people. And when we did the hiring, we just put our ad or uh, saying we're looking for somebody on Instagram. And Mm. we got quite a few people. And we picked up like five or six people to interview. And they were all really overqualified in a way. They have like a master's degree and this. And they were working at this crazy amazing companies and stuff but they all came in and just like mentioned it hey this is only um that's all we can pay it's a small brand and they're like oh i really like you what you guys are doing i want to be a part of it so we're really lucky they're they're really into what we do and and our theme and our mission so it, it was much easier than we thought to find somebody yeah. who's really qualified
0: yeah totally yeah. Oh, you guys are lucky <laughs> we're
1: very lucky yes yeah.
0: Ooh wee, that was, that was a lot of talking we just did to a person. Mm-hmm. I have social anxiety. Me too. I'm glad we're out of there and into this advertisement. Yeah, we can stretch <laughs> our legs. Have you, have, you, have you guys heard the good news about Wani Kani, my friend? Yes, please let us tell you the good <laughs> news. Let us in your home. Hey, if, uh, if you're interested in Japan, which I think you might be, or you're interested in fashion maybe if it's this podcast, so don't listen to this ad if that's you. Yeah, um, then you might be interested in learning Japanese. And despite what some people think and want to tell you, it's really, really important to be able to learn how to read. It's just what, it, it, it's basically what helps you learn new words. It's what helps you expand the words that you know, like to make you know them better and know how to use them. And uh, Wani Kani does exactly that it teaches you the kanji that you need to know to read Japanese, as well as around 6,000 vocabulary words, which is quite a bit. It's not every word you'll ever need in your like weird niche subjects you like, but, um, you know, you get all the good ones, like the word for horse, Mm -hmm. the word for the number 42 and, uh, the word for national treasure are some that just came to mind.
2: (laughs) Um, Um, yeah, all kinds of words, pretty much everything you need to to read a newspaper, which, Mm -hmm. you know, is what, uh, Japanese people learn. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know what Japanese people know, this is how to do it. And we use uh, mnemonics to help you learn kanji more quickly. Uh, not
0: only can you learn the kanji more quickly, the meaning of the reading, but you can also remember it for a longer time, which is really important for the reviews, which is something else we do. We actually time the reviews just for you so that uh, if you know something really well, you're going to see it less often. If you know it not so well, you're going to see it more often because you need to practice it more. And you combine that with mnemonics and uh, you're going to be able to learn around you know, 2,000 kanji and around 6,000 vocabulary words and really quite a record time. We have a lot of people who reach our final level, level 60 in a little bit over a year. And that's, that's absolutely insane. If you have ever talked to anyone who's taken Japanese in a class or even not in a class, like
2: yeah, they will tell you that it's it takes fast. ten years because usually that's how long it takes people, like seven to ten years Yeah. all the JoJo content. One, one
0: year isn't that long. Do you do you remember like the beginning of this year, Michael? Yeah, it, and you, you remember so fast how recent it was. Yeah, that's all I can think about. It's like holy crap! I remember all the things I wanted to do at the beginning of the year, and
2: then the next day it was November. So. Mm-hmm. Here yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. It's it's definitely one of the the least painful, if not the least painful way to learn kanji. Yeah. You're I would say uh, if you can find an easier way to learn kanji, then do it. But yeah. I don't think you're going yeah, to. Yeah. If you can find an easier
0: way, you should make it and put us out of business.
2: <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that. Wouldn't do it now. Uh, I mean, I guess you could. It's a, it's a free world. It is. But hey, why not just try ours? There you go. It's less work than
0: building a whole system because, boy, it took us many years to build. Yeah. And uh, we're still tweaking it and making it better based on on, uh, your feedback and and, uh, the data that you produce when you do reviews. So Mm -hmm. give it a try, wanikani.com, W-A-N-I-K-A-N-I. Those are the words for alligator and crab in Japanese. So go ahead and search for that, and you should find it. The first three levels are free. That's uh, about what 80 kanji and about 200 vocabulary words mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's that's like about what you learn worth. yeah that's like a year of japanese class in most first year classes so you can do that in about three weeks see and feel the power mm-hmm. of the wani kani crabigator you're going so fast like sanic like sanic oh. i gonna go fast, I, gotta go so fast. I prefer to go quickly I wouldn't mind to go so fast. No, it's too quick. Let's slow down a little bit. Okay. Shall we hold hands? Okay. Okay. It feels warm in my hand.
2: So I'm curious how you got into fashion in the first place. Like, what what, what was your, your genesis like? From, I, was, I was a vintage onward. clothes dealer
1: back in 1994, 95. Oh, cool. Like for yes. American? Indeed, American for. vintage uh, product. Yeah. So we started as like a Levi's vintage. So you can kind of see that luminance yeah. of my interest with Curico. We have a lot of vintage Levi's jackets and stuff being patched with uh, Curico mm-hmm. fabrics. So that came from that. And that's how we, uh, how I started business. And when we were shipping a lot of product to Japan, we decided to bring some product from Japan as well. And, mm-hmm. and that made it to more fashion, street fashion. Uh, a lot of Japanese toys we did, and um, they're mm-hmm. all kind of um, uh, got into it. So I, I got into that um, from vintage dealing, uh, American vintage goods. Wow,
2: that's cool. That's
0: really cool.
1: A lot of Nike sneakers, mm-hmm. vintage Nike sneakers.
0: Do you have any Kiriko vintage Nike sneakers? Do you guys do
1: shoes? We don't. We don't. Um, sneakers are really hard to um, patch. So we mm-hmm. don't have anything like that. But I have a decent um, a collection of vintage Nike sneakers for myself.
2: hmm Cool. How much is in your collection? How many Uh, pairs? I want
1: to say that many, uh, quantity-wise, probably, like I say 20 or 30, Mm -hmm. but something that's hard to find. Yeah.
0: That might be how many shoes I've owned in my life. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So
1: 20 or 30 is nothing for these kids who Mm -hmm. are like, you know, they have 100 pairs. What? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100, 200, yeah. That's, that's wow.
0: Where do, you, where do you put shoes? Do you buy another house for your shoes?
1: It's in, <laughs> It's incredible like how many pairs of shoes that they have and yeah. how the business outside of once you purchase, you keep it, you exchange it with somebody, you sell it to buy a new one and it's just so much more business. I think it's mm-hmm. over a couple billion dollars. Um, um yeah. It's not black market, but after Nike sells regular shoes mm-hmm. and then That goes on to eBay, and it's over billion-dollar businesses now. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: I think Um, I've seen, like, apps that are just about reselling your shoes. Oh, yeah. Your collectible. Totally.
1: But I think think Nike did amazing work to get into this collectible business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one collect a pair of gloves. (laughs) Nike created this craze of, like, let's have people to collect shoes, not just, like, wear it collecting so um, that was incredible uh, marketing plan to make it like li- really limited so people started buying not to wear yeah. but to the sake of collecting it wow. people are used to collect you know stamps and, and, and right, vintage right. cups but it's such an incredible idea that Nike created that craze so that it's not just only the shoes that they buy to
2: wear but People are just collecting them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite shoe? Like this is like fr- not, not even just from your collection, I but think, just the best think, shoe of all time. I think, <laughs> I think Nike-wise,
1: I think Jordan Air Jordan first what is the shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we. Uh, so it came out back in 1985. And we, there There's a rumor that they made 23 different colors, but it came out, I think, less than 10 colors to the market. But they also made a lot of exclusive colors to colleges and stuff. Mm. But I think we collected up to 18 styles. Wow. Yeah, back then.
0: And I've been saying it in the office that we should make limited edition tenegui mm-hmm. <laughs> for a long time.
2: <laughs> and just give, give certain colors trace. to different colleges?
0: Oh, no, just, yeah. just make them limited? <laughs> I don't okay. know.
2: That's Air Jordan first. Oh yeah, you're wearing Air Jordan's <laughs> Jamal's wearing um, the cool shoes. I'm glad
0: you said the one shoe. The literally the one shoe name that I know. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and not any other name of shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gosh, if I can if I can find shoes that are comfortable, then I'm so happy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna buy this shoe for the next ten years. I think <laughs>
1: I <laughs> think their uh comfortability and, and convenience is their danger of society, you know, yeah. because you know, it's so convenient to use iPhone, so people keep using it. And then, you know, now I get mm-hmm. like because I have iPhone, that I have a Skype and I have a line and I all know. these programs. So that middle of the night, my, my brother or coworkers uh, or people who are in Japan just like texting and I'm, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. It's like it's convenient, <laughs> but it's just it takes oh. so much of your time. Yeah. And the same thing with the shoes it's so convenient to wear sneakers, even like it's really a um, formal place, people keep wearing it. And then it it just <laughs> style changes, and then people don't pay enough attention about how the shoes are made and this, what's the reason to wear. I think we have to pay more attention because it's so convenient and, and, and easy to
0: do things. Oh, uh, do you have a question, yeah. Jamal? <laughs> yeah. Our sound engineer is jumping out with a question. Yeah. This might, is this the first um, time? With the larger companies, do you is there any fear that um, kind of them taking over uh, Ooh, a, an Asian-based a aesthetic was going to water down your brand? No,
1: I don't. Um, I think there are a lot of companies that are making it um, uh, yeah. for the sake of like kimono styles, really popular for the female yeah, styles. I, I think a lot of people are really, at least our customers, Kiriko's customers, they really like... Um, they are not buying our products sake of our products is cool and, and it is really cool but at the same time they like our mission they like their story behind it so that's what we are trying to push through the social media instagram and stuff but i think i think a lot of people like story behind our products and then we were actually not selling the product but we were telling we were selling their story behind it they this fabric is actually made by hand back then. This and this. So I, I'm. I've never ever thought that is some fear of all these big companies. You know, they might come to purchase Curico, but <laughs> we'll see. It's more. My fear is more like. A, can we pay salary to these people who are working next couple of weeks? And then is everything okay? You know, how's their cash flow? That's more scary than big companies trying to be and in, mm-hmm. tap into this market.
0: Even if, even if Urban Outfitters or Anthropology, the two like main <laughs> places that seem to steal small, yes. small ideas and just like mass produce them. Like, even if they made something, there's no way they can compete on quality. No one's coming here to be like, oh, I want something that exactly. looks cool. That will fall apart it's
1: yeah i think they can you know it's more like a, a brand is like a human right so of course if it looks good people will be like well you know people pay more attention so we have to make it look good our website have to be really nice and then it's um, you have to show it's like a blood it's more like products and this and some kind of circulation there's something is always going on but at the same time most important part is that spirit that human has to have a spirit without spirits it even looks so good people don't really pay attention to that so i'm not worried about anything about that big companies tap into
0: i was thinking about this earlier like when you're talking about your other store the fast more mm-hmm. fast fashion store like that one, you're definitely competing with everyone else. But Kiriko, it feels like it's just like you hopped over to the next lane, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, it's just me on this road. Yeah, and then people are like, nice, exactly, I'll, I'll ride with you. <laughs> it's nice and clear and, and really. You know, nice. if
1: they come, anthropology comes to say, hey, we want to collaborate with us and provide some patterns, special patterns and stuff. We're happy to do that. Yeah, I, as I mentioned, I'm not against any of these fast fashion. It's not something that I would wear, but it doesn't mean they're the evil of their society or anything.
0: So if, if you're listening, Mrs. Anthropology or Mr. Anthropology, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're always
1: open <laughs> yeah. for
0: yeah. Uh, collaborations or anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. We've done a lot of collaboration with J.Crew before they were oh. really in trouble.
0: Oh, wait. They're in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything yeah. about
1: them. Yeah. They were, uh, they're, they're not doing so well.
0: Oh, just like yeah. financially? Or? Yes. Well, it was okay. nice of yeah. you to help them out then. Yeah. yeah it was, it, was, it, was, it was kind of the, the small local business yeah. to, uh, to help out Mr. Crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I was kind of curious about uh, some of the factories and things you work with in Japan. <laughs> uh, I know on your website you, you mentioned how some of them are closing down or are in danger of closing down. And I I was wondering if you've just what kind of issues you've encountered. I know that Japan's facing like declining population and maybe the artisans are are getting older. Are people coming up who are taking over these kind of? I think the population of the
1: craftsmanship and stuff are all all in danger. I think all the Mm. fabrics that we are buying from Japan are not as popular as it used to be due to the cost performance in China and India most of the products uh, fabrics are now made in India China so the people who are in Japan who are making these things are almost impossible to compete with these places so a lot of companies are subsidized by uh, Japanese government to keep it going Mm. because Japanese in Japan Japanese government wants to keep these craftsmanship so it's always hard we're buying as much as we can to help them and I think even we are such a small brand, our portion of purchase is really big to them. So we would love to closely work with them and and make sure to present their fabrics as good as possible.
2: When people support Kiriko, they're also supporting these brands in Japan. Yes, yes.
1: It's not something that we can stop that trend. Mm -hmm. It's just how it goes. It's the same thing with um, Donald Trump trying to help all these um, <laughs> the coal, miner, coal miners yeah, yeah. and, and uh, are they not going to go? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're at the end. It's probably <laughs> going gonna to be gone. It's, yeah. it's gonna be gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the same thing in Japan that uh, they even want as much as we can help. It's not going to be like, they're going to come back as big as they used to be. It's right. going to just, you know, slowly decline, but, it doesn't mean yeah. that we I cannot hope, help. I hope they mm-hmm. still
0: exist. I know there's like a lot of other things. There's a trend of like sake makers or Nihonshu makers. They're exporting a lot more to to America now. Yes, America is all into drinking sake all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and more and more in Japan is declining. And so, like hopefully, something similar. Can Surprisingly,
1: happen there. even in Japan, it's like second or third biggest economy, and and this and that. Their economy is all circulating ninety nine percent just in Japan. It's mm. like so yeah. much as in Japan, people are making mm. products for Japanese people and people are writing books for just only Japanese mm-hmm. people. If you think about it, you know, any other European countries, even France, people write a really good novel, they are always thinking about, hey, once you translate it in English, does it work? Because population or size of their economy is not big enough to be a million seller. So... Yeah. In Japan is different. Everyone is just all Japan. That's how they fail about their cell phone business yeah. because they were just <laughs> making it for very Japanese emoji and this and this. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then suddenly iPhone came in. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <this is> <laughs> they didn't really tap into that
0: market because yeah. oh, we're
1: doing really well in Japan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So yeah.
0: it's like that, that Galapagos syndrome. Yeah, Galapagos right. thing, the the syndrome. Uh, yes. K cars. And yes. What else is there? But well, it's bunch so things, convenient yeah. there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: I did really like the flip phones in Japan first. I did Oh, I
1: love it too. I yeah. Had one. It yeah. Was like, yeah. It was so advanced until like <laughs> yeah. the other things until comes out. Until yeah. the
0: iPhone appeared. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think even American cell phone makers, it was the same thing. The iPhone came out and they're like, oh, 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 we didn't expect this. Right. And <laughs> just everyone was off guard. But I, I know there's, a, in, in America, I've never seen anything like Kiriko, but in Japan, I've seen quite a few places that do somewhat similar things. Like, Very. Do you have any uh, apparel favorite places wise,
2: in yeah, Japan? Apparel-wise, like?
1: there's a place called Capital, Kapi- Kapi- and, and they Capital. make amazing, amazing product. Um, uh, there are many other brands that are um, uh, doing really well as an apparel company. But I think, as I mentioned, we're a lifestyle brand, mm-hmm. and I think lifestyle-wise, I don't see anyone who does this type of... Um, uh, branding.
0: I, I think you've kind of touched on it, but what if you had to sum up what the Kiriko lifestyle is? In I think just it's a all based words.
1: on slow, slow life. How do you say it? Slow life. That sounds good. Slow yeah. Life. yeah, slow mm-hmm. life. Yeah. We sell these coffee makers that are collaborated oh with yeah. Ja- yeah local. Or not ju- but Yeah, local pour over. Yeah, pour mm-hmm. over. a like, uh, local artist who makes these things, and then you know it's more like uh, instead of just in the morning. Have a coffee at the Starbucks. Hey, take your time. Make your coffee. Boil the water and use that old one and smells good. And we're kind of pushing that. Hey, kind of slow down a little bit. We're going really fast. Fast fashion, fast this. Mm-hmm. Things are just like worn so quickly. Hey, so it's more like a slow, uh, slower lifestyle. I like that.
2: Yeah. Can I take that question one step further? Yes. So Kiriko lifestyle, we're, we're kind of making this a person. It gets up makes the coffee slow, then what's next in their day? What do they do after <laughs> my that? My gosh, <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um maybe I just want to go through the di- through a whole day of <laughs> they go back to lifestyle. sleep and it feels yeah, nice they go yeah. back to <laughs> sleep to Oh
0: my gosh. Oh, you're right. I never ever thought of that. Um oh. they go out to their mailbox where they open letters that were written to them. <laughs> written to them. that's a mm-hmm. good idea. Right? Yes. Uh, Handwritten. I, I which love we also hear Handwriting yeah. letters yes. nowadays. Yes. It's like after going through like email, which is awesome for a while and then now we're all switching to chat stuff, and I hate that now, and now I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's how we communicate at work, but yeah and then like now i'm like oh i'm gonna, I'm gonna write a lot of letters to people, and like good idea, that's And what we also I would have want. a lot mm-hmm. of
1: uh, uh, potteries and all these mm-hmm. dishes and stuff, and then hopefully people pay more attention when you they have a breakfast or something, or even like you know, uh, yeah. I go to a Japanese restaurant, and they were still using plastic dishes and stuff hey, that's not how <laughs> in Japan, people right? use very interesting dishes Mm -hmm. of course you know it might break or whatever but eating some proper um, breakfast and it was nice dishes you Mm -hmm. pay attention a lot of different things a lot of different (laughs) things exactly the the dishwasher in the back is just like (laughs) swearing
0: because they have so many little dishes to wash (laughs) yes with like yeah little nooks in them yeah (laughs) and then
1: you know go to work and you do some analog hand touch things and we touch a lot of products and Mm. all all cleaning up uh, water some plants because um a lot of water uh, plants are at the store and, and and you know more 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 like um hand touching hand hand things mm-hmm. analog
0: yeah does uh <coughs> does mr and mrs kiriko when they eat breakfast do they use their cell
2: phone <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do they read and what Buzz are they feed? doing they do they, they
0: do
1: yes yes okay mm-hmm. yeah so That's we're, okay. as I mentioned, I'm it's not totally bit, against. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I just keep thinking about lots of little foods and dishes now. And right? I'm really hungry. Right. Yeah. Because no, it's, it's I did fast, fast non keto go breakfast today. <laughs> <laughs> I want keto go breakfast. Uh, yeah, I do. Like
0: a, an RX bar. Mm-hmm. I don't know here, but like, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome that you talk about like soul life. I don't know. At least for me, I'm just like. The last year or two, I've just been <laughs> fantasizing about that kind of life. And there's no reason not I to do it. I was fantasizing that for a long
1: time, too. Yeah. Hey, you know. And then at the same time, I'm still really fast-paced. But, mm-hmm. you know, th- uh, I'm always thinking about it. Hey, can I slow down? Yeah. How can I do this? How can I, you know. So, uh, it's, um, Kiriko is kind of one of the reminders. Hey, can we put more f- uh, flowers? Can we put plants? Do I water it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah Yeah, i think i feel like there's a difference between like i don't know how to put this but like you know being fast paced and being i don't know just doing everything like with a short attention span like you can still have like the kind of analog life but still do a lot of things
0: people are really bad at being bored now
2: yeah like oh i'm so bad at being bored
0: i know I, i had this problem and i still do a little bit where i just like if i don't have anything to do then i start like getting antsy and like feeling bad and like in the last couple of years, I realized, oh, it's it's really good to be bored and to not mm-hmm. do anything, and sometimes just like just I n- kinda you of need like to have off and on. It shouldn't be like on and then like off, but feeling like you should be on. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So yes. So you can, yeah. That's I don't know, I think that could be slow life too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not more like considered you're life. Yeah. 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 You can still what get lots wearing. of done, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you can feel that in all the Kiriko fashion products. I think it's just like every there's a lot of little detail in it. There's a lot of things to look at. Um, like even just these placemats. Yes. Right next here. It's like mm-hmm. they. Hand-stitched. You know, yeah, everything. Like you could just like work your way down. And you'll see something different about each inch. <laughs>
1: yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. So we're very happy when customer comes in and sometimes they spend like, you know, hour here just <laughs> looking at it and touching it. And it, we <laughs> love seeing those customers uh, who are really amazed
2: with what we saw. That's good. We'll probably be those customers as soon as awesome. the podcast ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: if you're in Portland, def- you should stop by. Right now, you guys are on Cooch Street?
1: Yeah, we're on, on in Chinatown area, uh, downtown Portland, on Cooch, uh, between 3rd and 4th.
0: Okay, nice. And you can find it online at kirikomade.com, right? Yes. And then... Also Kiriko made on Instagram. Yes, they're very yeah, very pretty Instagram. Kiriko made Thank on you. Facebook, I think. Yes, and then uh, also Kiriko made on Twitter. Yes, cool. Yeah, so you, you can got find all it the names you want everywhere. <laughs> I know, our our names are all mixed up. It's like we have like Tofugu on Facebook No, we have Tofugu blog on Facebook. We have Tofugu on Twitter. I think uh, we have Tofugu Snapchat. on Snapchat.
2: Someone stole Tofugu before we wait, could wait, get wait, it. Oh, HQ. No. Well, we don't use we Snapchat don't use Snapchat anymore. anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah, if you're listening whoever owns the Tofugu name on Facebook we're coming for you give it back (laughs) or or just give it back that's fine (laughs) or yeah both we'll come for you and then you can give it to us then when we get there (laughs) that's
0: yeah that's the good thing about having a unique name
2: Mm
0: -hmm. what does what what does Kiriko mean so when we were uh, coming
1: up with the ideas and branding uh, the name name was really important the first thing that we uh, we came up with uh, or uh, or objective was let's not put any names that are very japanese shogun um, oh, <laughs> or geisha that type <laughs> <Fuji>. of like fuji <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> trying to think fuji, of all the fake yeah, japanese yeah. restaurants yeah. in town mm-hmm. sakura <laughs> yeah bushi <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's not do that and then we wanted to make sure like some names that are sounds like asian or japanese but it could be like is that italian what kiriko what mm-hmm. so that's how we came up with the name kiriko this uh, this name is like uh, two very important um, uh, people that we know uh, connecting together. So,
0: and then when you looked, you could get all your social media names. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the first <laughs> thing we do when we come with a name. We're like, okay, that's an awesome name. Now, now let's check on the social. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely it's take. On, on, yeah. It's <laughs> all good.
2: Someone already has shogun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bushi, samurai. Yeah, ri- samurai. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that was that was our original name for our company. It was, it was shogun, bushido fuji sakura japanese you know <laughs> <laughs> and, and we also so- sold hamburgers and steaks and uh, spaghettis right. at our japanese <laughs> <laughs> learning website I yeah. <laughs> can i on ask the, one more kind please. of as many as you want okay. i like your questions David. okay
2: so <laughs> since we're on food and we were kind of talking about like this breakfast like what kind <laughs> of food would Kiriko make oh, no. if it if you did I have, like, you open Japan, up the restaurant next Yeah, door. in
1: Japan, it, there's a, a big movement of very um, uh, traditional Japanese food. Uh, there's a uh, 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 cooking style called shojin. There's a lot of, like, priests <gasps> and, 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 so and, yeah, and, and monks uh-huh. will eat it. And it, it's simple rice and, and mm. simple, like, uh, uh, vegetables and stuff. And it, there's a big movement in Japan. Uh, it's a little bit, like, modern but still has that uh, uh, style. And it comes in like five different dishes with small this and this. I think that uh, that things will work really well. Mm-hmm. I think Japanese restaurant here are misunderstanding their uh, um, uh, uh, want, uh, American wants and they create mm-hmm. California rolls or very Americanized Japanese mm-hmm. food. Yeah. I think it's time for us to make very traditional Japanese food. And I think the reaction from Americans will be huge because mm-hmm. please, fermentation please is really big right now. And in Japan, all the food, there's so much yeah. fermentation. Not tofu, mm-hmm. tofu is not mm-hmm. fermented, but yeah. but uh, they specialize <laughs> 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 in fermentation. So, you know, for fermented um, um, cucumbers and this or anything. I think that the very traditional Japanese food will do really well.
0: Mm so cool so that means yeah. if you open a restaurant you wouldn't start a katsu restaurant then no no not katsu <laughs> not they fry at all no. <laughs> well it would be it would be a perfect name though yes mm-hmm. you say Katsu's katsu restaurant yeah well please please start a shojin ryori restaurant I would yeah would go we really every day something yes. like that in right? the us I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Wrote, I wrote an article we will create
1: the new trend yeah mm-hmm.
0: unlike on tofu i wrote an article so i spent a month just eating shojin yori that wow. i made i was really bad at it though it's much better when someone else makes it but exactly, it, was, it was good, but mm-hmm. simple and it's really healthy. It's very healthy, you know, For yeah. a month,
1: I think uh, where this trend in, in the U.S. going with food, that I think that that is like, people will find out like, whoa, it's Japan was do already doing it like 150 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That'd be great if yeah. you know, Kiriko can just kind of bring this lifestyle to all our all branches of, right? of life. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited for, for your new revolution. To for Absolutely. your new restaurant. Yes. Yeah, We have a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm.
0: New restaurant, Tofugu and Kiriko collab. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll bring the tofu and the fugu. Uh, yeah. You bring the rest. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> that will be good. Yeah. Or the fugu chef, I guess. Is that yeah. even legal in America?
1: I don't think so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so oh. we'd have to take people into a back room, like a, sp- a speakeasy. Right. Mm-hmm. They'd hand over cash, unmarked bills. and then Yeah.
2: They'd have to... Then the cops would come in and be like, "What are you doing in there?" See? <laughs> then we give money to the cops, and, and then they did not have yeah. their fugu. Yep. You know, <laughs> during the fugu prohibition. Yes.
0: Ah, oh, this is this is a much greater <laughs> problem than alcohol
2: <laughs> prohibition. Yeah. We got to bring back fugu. Yeah. So so before before we wrap up, I, I want to know like what is the future of Kiriko? Where do you do you see it going?
0: I
1: think uh, Kiriko can be expanded. Uh, we will love to have uh, some kind of cafe. <laughs> yeah was it can you imagine it's like happening. A, it's yeah, happening yeah so retail space <laughs> and then we have like a you know cafe to hang out and then we we, we will have some coffee too but it's more like a tea possibly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then nice. people can look around and and great. do some shopping and, and and they can have you know slow uh tea and then relax and we'll have some books and stuff and 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 That'd be awesome. yeah
0: if there's one thing that portland's surprisingly about it's making good tea right somehow mm-hmm. i don't know right. it's like <laughs> Every tea is at 200 degrees. Just <laughs> like, we can do better than that, right? Yeah, yeah. you just got to get a zojirushi that changes yes. temperatures. <laughs> <You're> good. <laughs> um, oh, that would be exciting.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll go next door to the tattoo place and like scare them away. Yeah. yeah, we'll do some traditional Japanese yakuza <laughs> tactics, <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys can open the cafe over there. Right, yeah. and and we'll loan the money, and then we'll start a protection racket mm-hmm. oh, this is good this is going really well, yeah, this going let's, really do great. Yeah. well let's do it let's do it and then we'll get
2: connected to the prime minister yes that's
0: right <laughs> we'll get connected <laughs> to
2: Jinso Abe. Uh, okay Yep. well <laughs> on that note thank you so much yeah, no for problem thank you for anytime thank you so much for coming here. yeah thank Everyone, you so much please come mm-hmm. visit Kiriko in thank the you. store buy a plane ticket and fly <laughs> to Portland uh-huh. um, or you b- just go online you go can do online. that too yeah. but yeah that's right uh, you
0: can come here if you come here tell them it's really gorgeous here
2: yes yeah, yeah. but definitely go visit online too thank you, you get, so much and I know I, kinds of awesome things online uh, com. I've, I've said how many times I like Kiko and all these
0: nice things but like those are actual genuine things and thank and you I don't thank like any so of much. the other things we've talked about on the podcast <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're the first oh. guest that we've that we've truly liked yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad
1: to
0: hear that thank yeah, you I hope <laughs> none of our other guests <laughs> listen to this episode no uh, we like them all we did but I don't shop at any of their things <laughs> no <laughs> cool. Cool.
2: well thank you again thank you goodbye thank you